0: what's up guys you know this is muscle and this is the second part of the dj starting from scratch on the entertainment report podcast and here he gets a bit more in-depth so if you enjoyed the part one you're definitely gonna enjoy the part two so i need you to turn up those speakers or turn up those headphones because this is another edition of two line music Hut's entertainment report podcast Enjoy this podcast is brought to you by triplew.twolinedmusichut.com. You're gonna go down the rabbit hole of music, and where it leads you, it
1: leads you. And I, but I've always been like that. Mm-hmm. Like even when I go into clubs, unless I'm doing like a specialty party, mm-hmm. it's open season. I just kind of click mm-hmm. on my crate and just go. Yeah, I, I I just I like it better that way because yeah. I'm such a perfectionist that if I think of something and it doesn't go exactly like i think mm-hmm. or maybe it doesn't fly with the crowd as much as i like yeah. i lose i lose like it throws me off my game yeah and i don't like that feeling mm-hmm. so i just i've always been and, and thankfully like especially with the raid i did flow for 13 and a half years that's how long you are there yeah and i was like the catapult of the station i and i had at 1.5 shows a day what and i used to i used to go from brampton mm-hmm. They won't talk about paying your dues. Sure. <laughs> I used to drive from Brampton. Mm-hmm. Every morning, I would leave there about 5.30, get there to do my morning show. Okay. I would go home, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would drive back for the 5 o'clock show and go home. Wow. And then we started to change it where I would go in in the morning, and then I would record sometimes. But they didn't like the recording too much. Yeah. And I didn't like the recording. I liked, it. I liked to be there with the host and see yeah. everything that's going on in case we needed to break, do something, or someone would come in. Yeah. But eventually, it just got to the point where it's like I, I, you know, I would go in and then I would record the five, and mm-hmm. I, or I would record, you know, the seven or whenever they would put me on. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because they just kept adding shows. Because you know what they I mean? were
0: just that popular on that station.
1: Not even that. I wouldn't even. Well, I guess it's a combination of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was because I was probably on also the most. Yeah, you know what I mean. mean yeah. So I was like. Clearly
0: you will be yeah. the popular
1: guy. I think it was a combination of both. I was getting great ratings. Yeah. As far as Flo is concerned. <laughs> I was the spikes <laughs> in Flow's programming. Yeah. But um yeah, it was just but they just had so much trust in me. Like Wayne, he really had a lot of trust in me. And, and a couple of the, the PDs that we had before had trust in me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they just I think they just came to the point where if it's not broke, don't you know don't leave him, leave him alone. Let him go. Let, let, him, let him, do him do what do he has thing? to do. You know what I mean? And I think it was just, it was just, it was always a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we had so many, like the Caravana show with Jay-Z, Kanye, Rihanna, like we had so many great moments in there Yeah. and it was a beautiful learning process for me, you know what I mean? And it really trained me. And and obviously when all that changed, when, when they, they sold themselves and Bell bought, Bell bought them. Mm And then Bell let them go.
0: So that was basically so I guess that's how you ended up leaving flow was when everybody got let go after. The them. slaughterhouse the, we call yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. They came in and they cleaned no, house from at the bottom. No, but
1: literally it was yeah. a slaughterhouse. Yeah. So literally what happened was they were like, We need all the <laughs> 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 uh, we need all the employees to come to the back office. So everybody went to the back yeah. and then the big wigs from Bell came in. Mm-hmm. And we were literally everybody was just so one side of the room is just all the employees, yeah. And you would just see like one by one, they would walk one one person at a time. So uh, Michael, please come this way, yeah. and you walk to the back office, come back with the head God, down. Wow! Come back one one by one. We're just watching people like Bing. on? Bing, uh, Bing. Did you get nope, no, nope, no? Nope. They let me go. Oh my uh, God! They let you go? Uh, yeah, they let me go one by one. Bang, bang, bang! Everybody. Hmm. They called me, and I got the Willy Wonka ticket. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the guy, <laughs> as soon as I sat down. But, again, all this was due just to I was getting great ratings at yeah. the time. They didn't know who I was. Yeah. That guy like had no clue who I was. They, all they did was look, and they're yeah. like, we want one DJ, yeah. and, okay, your ratings are great. Yeah, Let's take him. You come. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they took me. I think there was only three of us that made it out. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think about that. Yeah. Out of the whole oh, staff.
0: Whole, yeah. And I heard this was um, marketing executives, everybody, like the whole... Everybody, everybody got, got cleaned go. up.
1: Yep. You know what I mean? And then, so I was one of the last to get called in, not mm-hmm. because they chose me, just got, however they had their orders or whatever. Yeah. And then everybody went <laughs> mm-hmm. to the restaurant across the street and mm-hmm. everybody's sitting in there. And then I walked in and they're like... So what did they say? And I just went, well, they took me. <laughs> and they're like, oh, of course they took you. You know what I mean? So, then, But then again, it was like, these are my friends. But again, yeah. you could feel it. Like yeah. They're like, motherfucker. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. again, what do you want me to do? Yeah. I'm supposed to say no to the job? Yeah. This is the big leagues now. Yeah. Now I'm virgin. This yeah. is like, this is the shit. Mm. <laughs> you know, Seacrest <laughs> yeah. thing and me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, this is the shit. That's crazy. Um so, yeah, everybody was everybody was just let go. It was a horrible, horrible scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I didn't want that job, mm-hmm. I, there's nothing I would have loved more than to take the ticket and be like, yeah. have one of those movie <laughs> yeah. moments where you're like, no, get out of here whole, with that. <laughs> we're all going down together.
0: But no. But I wanted yeah. that
1: job. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, w- I was like, I was exhausted from flow. Yeah. 13 and a half years, mm-hmm. so many shows mm-hmm. a day. You know what I mean? Like, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm like even in the last months of flow the morning show wasn't doing well so yeah. what did they do okay we're gonna put you on in seven in six or in seven and eight and nine yeah. you're the I you're was the on magic more than, pill. I was on more than the host yeah <laughs> like it's not even yeah. funny like yeah. it's fact mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was crazy to yeah. a point where I was like okay come on now, now to show you yeah. how shitty I was at business yeah I did this for 13 and a half years yeah and making garbage garbage money because i was making so much money in the clubs
0: yeah and that w- and that was
1: keeping you in the club so i was doing i did all this i was salary yeah but i was making like i think thirty thousand. what now think about this so <laughs> i'm making this i'm the highest rated on flow yeah i was on more than the host and yeah. then it was the one day mm-hmm. this changed everything for me yeah there was one day somebody we were talking somebody was talking and they were like do you know how much the morning show makes yeah they're making three figures and I said what, <laughs> what? I said what yeah. I thought everybody was making money like me yeah so I did, it never it never dawned on me I was like I thought everybody yeah. Yeah. to me I was like it's 30 grand I got yeah. benefits I'm good you yeah. know what I mean I don't whatever yeah. then I heard that and I was like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> I was like and this is yeah. and this was near the end and I was mm-hmm. like I, uh, all these years I could have been making all that money. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, cool. Went to my boss and then all this sales stuff happened. Mm-hmm. As soon as I got into Bell, yeah. they're like, the bot." my boss even sat me down. He's like, do you know <laughs> you are only making, yeah. you know, 30 something thousand a year? And I was like, and then immediately, I'm not going to say how much you're making now because I yeah. make a lot, a lot more, <laughs> but immediately like pretty much tripled my salary. Yeah. Just like that, Bang. Just like that, here. This and is that's you. how you knew. I was like, yeah. now I'm in the big leagues. Yeah. So now there's no more fucking around. Yeah. Like, this is this is life. Now, now we're serious. This is my serious. career. I worked yeah. my whole life yeah. to get here. Yeah. And I'm here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now I'm on Virgin, which is the biggest shit. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And it's progressed now into you know, iHeart. Mm-hmm. And now I have my own channel on the iHeart app. Yeah. So it's like, it just became this amazing now
0: thing for me. Were you ever on G? Also, never. You were never on G. <laughs> never. Nor would I ever. Yeah. I don't know why I thought you had done flow. You did G, and then you got the no. Virgin.
1: I did flow because remember Belba flow. Yeah. But they had to let them go because yeah. they had too many stations. Mm-hmm. So I was basically paid for three months to stay home. Yeah. Full time, full salary, because I wasn't allowed to yeah. work. And plus, and there's another perfect example. Mm-hmm. They had uh, Angry Kids, Virgin had Angry Kids doing their shows. Okay. They were their DJs for years. Yeah. It was, okay, so Angry Kids are on Monday, mm-hmm. Scratch is on Tuesday. <laughs> and that's exactly what it was. So yeah. now they're mad at me. Yeah. The scratchy. You know, of scratch, eh? the But life. it is what it is. Again, it's like I'm not, I'm not asking for this. Yeah, it's just happening. <laughs> I didn't even know them. Yeah. I'd never heard of them before. Yeah. Not a disrespect in any way. Yeah. I'd never heard of them before. Yeah. I never really listened to Virgin before to yeah. be honest with you. I don't listen to radio, to be yeah. honest, you know what I mean? So and now I do. But um yeah, it was just it's just those situations happen. Mm-hmm. I know it's business because if you go into any office or business or whatever, if you're not doing your job, you're gone. It's strictly – it has nothing to do with emotion. I could liking you or not liking you
0: that no bearing Mm -hmm. on the choices and the decisions that I have to make right now. Of course. The best person wins. You're the best person for the job. But a lot of people
1: can't get that. You know what I mean? Especially can't get it – I don't think the Virgin thing had anything to do with me personally. Yeah. Um, but back, like we're talking about back in the days when Mm -hmm. I would take people's jobs, (laughs) there were so many factors into that, you know, Mm -hmm. like again, me being the white guy and me being, Mm -hmm. you know, this, and how can you do that to us? And then they spin
0: it into something sometimes bigger than it really was in the first place. I just want to be here to play music. That's all I want.
1: Always. The worst thing I used to hear, I still hear it Mm -hmm. and it drives me fucking bananas. Mm -hmm. Sorry for cursing so much.
0: No, we like that. We like the raw emotion.
1: Um... So many times, not even arguments, because mm-hmm. I don't argue, straight conversation where people would be like, especially in that California dream, th- yeah. that, the mid-90s yeah. kind of phase, mm-hmm. I would always get, oh, you're, you're good for a white guy. You're pretty good for that white guy. You're pretty good. Before yeah. white boy, <laughs> I was the white boy, Yeah, um, and I, I, it used to drive me fucking bananas because yeah. i'd be like my my answer would always be the same mm-hmm. i'd be like okay that's what you think show me a black guy that can play music better than me yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it always shuts them up because yeah. a they don't expect me to say that but b it's hard to think yeah and i'd be like okay so who can play better who would you put here then yeah that can play music better
0: so don't say i'm good for but that just goes guy. to show I'm
1: good. how people look at things yeah like it really is like when I, it's weird for me to say it cause you don't really, you know, there's a white privilege and all that yeah. stuff, which did play. I'm sure it played into my career at, at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know Fair what I mean? Enough. But it hurt me a lot too. Yeah, It cost me gigs. It cost because, me a lot of stuff.
0: Because of the field that you were playing in. If you're playing in a different field where it wasn't really so much of an urban black crowd. Of course. Absolutely. Then, it, then that eliminates that. So then now you're playing in this field and you're, at what you do, so then that puts you in a real funny position that you didn't even actually put in.
1: No, I just love the music to be honest with you. Yeah, like I said, I, I was introduced to all that music when I came here, yeah, and I loved it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, it'd be, because to me it was more music now that I can play with other stuff. Mm-hmm. So I already had my base of music that was in this thing here, yeah, but now I can add reggae and hip hop and all this other stuff, and I was like, whoa, yeah, this is crazy, yeah. So for me. Walking in and, and, you know, walking in with my 45 case yeah. and playing reggae <laughs> yeah. and just watching people. And, and and I get the shock factor. Yeah. I, I understand. I'm you not understand? stupid. I, yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't doing it knowing that, oh, I'm the white guy coming into there. Yeah. I wasn't thinking like, I was just like, let me just go play this music.
0: Yeah. But you could, I guess now looking back on it, you could kind of understand, especially when you're first coming in. People would say, hey, you're good for a white guy or you're good for a girl. Are you I get it. Because they're not even thinking of those words as coming out of their mouth.
1: No, they are. Yeah. A lot of people are. Yeah. But again, it plays both sides. Yeah. It plays both hands. Yeah. Sometimes it hurts. Yeah. Sometimes it benefits me, right? But yeah. again, the only way it benefits you mm-hmm. is if you fucking perform at the top level. Top
0: tier at all times. All
1: times. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not, I could be good for a white guy. Yeah. But if there's 15 black guys that can play better than me, my time is going to run out very fast. The novelty wears out very fast. Very
0: quickly. If your novelty is good, but then now you have to be good. Of course. You know and I am mean? at your what you're doing.
1: I really do have to yeah. play better than yeah than all the black guys that were playing in the club at the time. I have to. Yeah. You have no choice. I have no choice. Yeah. Because maybe they'll book me once or twice because I'm that novelty kid. Mm-hmm. But I have no choice. If I'm not better, I, I'm not. A, I'm not going to grow yeah. in the business, and. W- Eventually, there's going to be another white guy that comes out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. and Or something else or another novelty so you act. you've
0: got to be... This is my way in the door.
1: You have to kill. Exactly. But then
0: from... I get in the door now. Don't I let me get show. my
1: foot in that door. Yeah. Just don't. <laughs> don't.
0: Don't. You see, you brought up something where this is now pillars. Toronto had pillars. Like when you say Soka, you would say the kingdom of Soka, Dr. J and those guys. When you say reggae at that time, back in the early 90s, you would say King Turbo Red Flame. And then now they were starting from scratch and baby blue. You know what I mean? (laughs) I knew this was going to
1: happen. Okay, let me stretch. (laughs) Yeah, that was where... I didn't listen to Kid Cuts interviews. Yeah.
0: (laughs) This is where things got... No, and the funny thing with it is... Go back and listen to it. Is now how did did the industry play you guys against each other or how did that come to head that entire situation they
1: didn't mm-hmm. they didn't mm-hmm. um so I'll even go back further than that okay how you mentioned um like red flame and turbo mm-hmm. so me and turbo became very close okay back in the days um I didn't really know Jay. I mean to be honest like in those times soca was kind of on the side yeah it was like they had their soca party, mm-hmm. but it it was us playing the soca at that yeah. time. You know what I mean? A lot of times it was us playing the reggae too, but yeah. reggae reggae came in the cl- again. Like I'm the one who brought Turbo mm-hmm. onto my side. Okay, right? Because okay. we connected early, yeah. and I just loved their vibe. Yeah, I was really cool with them. Mm-hmm. I thought they were really dope. Like Lindo to me is always like, he's my god, one hundred. He's yeah. a fucking <laughs> he's a fucking animal. Yeah. Um, but I want to slap him.
0: Yeah. (laughs) If you know Lindo P in depth like we do, I understand what you mean.
1: I love the guy. Amazing. He's my brother. Best performance reggae ever. You'll see. He can do it all. Yeah. No business sense. Mm -hmm. I can say that because I've sat him down and told him this a million times. If I could have controlled him, he would have been a monster. Yeah. And he was. Don't get me wrong. He Mm -hmm. was. Absolutely. Um, but the greatest. Yeah. Absolute greatest. The things, like, the, the, the when I think back to the times, me, him, Turbo, like, we had some amazing, amazing times. I've seen you
0: guys do stuff. But some it was just, again, it stuff. was like a business
1: thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, me and Lindo have no, literally started out together, known yeah. each other forever. Okay. But he was doing his thing and he was hard, hardcore into the reggae. Yeah. And Turbo was willing to do stuff. So it'll really be like the university bookings and stuff, always me and Turbo, me and Turbo, me and Turbo, me and Turbo. Okay. And we just figured. You know, let's do this. Yeah. So it'd be like when people would call me and be like, "I want you to play with anybody." Let's pick a name off here. I want you to play with military. I'd be yeah. like, "No." Yeah. Turbo.
0: Turbo. Okay. So you helped push them in. I brought that.
1: them into the R&B scene okay. because at that time, like I say, it was. You know, keep in mind that this time we're talking. You know, like the Ebony Sound Crews, all yeah. these. Everybody played everything. Yeah. So there was really no need for reggae for us
0: strictly. Yeah, and nobody wanted to hear
1: all the yelling, yeah. especially in the regular R and B clubs. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like that. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we could do everything ourselves. So there, were, there, that fusion was never really happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was really the university parties and stuff that kind of started that ball rolling, but it would be tons of times. You know what I mean? Where. People would call me and I'd be like, "Nope, yeah. me and Turbo. Okay, yeah. I, I, well I want this guy. Okay, well then we're not doing it." And I would turn down the gig because even are not getting Turbo. Yeah, because I've just that's, that's we had amazing. a good synergy together yeah. and I liked it and I, I thought we were doing something good. You know mm. what I mean? I never had a deal with them. Yeah, not, I didn't take a cut from them, yeah. nothing. I don't, even, it was think, just, I don't <laughs> even think they know. And yeah. I'll get into the baby blue thing later, okay. but I don't even think <gasps> they know about that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm sure Andrew does to a point. Yeah, but. Yeah, I would literally lay down the gauntlet and be like, "No, these are my guys." Yeah, me and Turbo. Yeah, and it became a thing. You know what I mean? It, it was and it, it was great. I remember
0: those days. I definitely and,
1: remember. You know what I mean? And then they got and then I would do it with Lindo as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you could see it starting to happen. It would happen more and more and more. More people would come in. Mm-hmm. People would leave. People would leave. More people would come in. People would leave. And people always same way gravitated towards Turbo because they understood it. Yeah, you know what I mean? They understood. The club scene properly. They understood the way to play. You can't play reggae style, dancehall style yeah. in the R and B clubs at no, that time. No, you can't. No, no, no. People want to hear the mixing. They don't want to hear. Yeah. If you have real hair, put your. <laughs> they don't want to hear that shit. No, that uh, only came later on. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I wish it went back to the way yesterday because <laughs> I can't take that stuff. Uh Not in the clubs. Yeah. No, no. There's it's a time and place t- for exactly. everything. Exactly. And and they got it. They yeah. understood it. Mm-hmm. And we had a great thing going. So. It was great, all that, and then that's when the baby blue thing started happening. Because what would happen is, I became good friends with Chief. Okay. Um, and I used to bring Chief in with me at California Dreams. I would let him play with me at California Dreams, and he would come with me. And he was a good DJ on his own. Yeah. And but we just same thing with him. You know, we clicked. I, I love him like a brother to this day. Mm-hmm. Great dude, great DJ. And I, he would just came. You know, he was like my dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then. Baby Blue started to happen. And I forget, I don't even remember. Kevin will probably, Kid Kel will probably know better than I do. My memory stinks with that stuff. Yeah. But they were, they were making their, their waves in Windsor. Yeah. You know what I mean? And back then, we used to go to Windsor and, you know. Okay. Um, March break, weekend. Yeah, sports weekend. Yeah. Was a monster. Of course, that's what everybody went. Windsor, mm-hmm. and we were the ones controlling. Like okay. me, Turbo, Lindo, like we yeah. were the ones that were going to all these. They would always bring us out. And it was crazy. You know, carloads of people. Uh, That was the biggest thing, Sports Weekend. It was beautiful. Yeah. Um, Amazing. Mm -hmm. And so we used to do that. And I used to hear, you know, baby blue, baby blue, baby blue. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. I didn't really know them. Mm -hmm. And then um, I had connected with uh, KLC. Okay. And we were cool. Never really got along with Kid Cut because he was ignorant and cocky and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he was. He wasn't. He wasn't for me. Yeah. He wasn't for me. He's changed a lot, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but a fucking tremendous hustler. Yeah, tremendous hustler. Beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, so they had, you know, and they and at that time it was only it was only them two. It was it was KLC and KidCut. Yeah. And um, we you know, and then I started to do the same thing with them. Yeah. Okay. So once we became close. Um, because they were doing well out there, yeah. but not here. And I was the guy here. Yeah. So it would be the same thing as like, people would call me for university parties and so forth. And I'd be like, okay, uh, you got to put baby blue on. Yeah. And they would be like, no, but I don't. Right. And I'd be like, no, you have to put baby blue on. I
0: didn't know this. Uh,
1: some people do. Yeah. Some people don't. Yeah. And I'm sure mm-hmm. they probably will argue the fact, but yeah. anybody that knows would know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be like that. And then, um, yeah, I just used to do that. I used to same thing. I would put my stamp, not, and I'm when I say put my stamp on it, on a business side of it. Yeah. Again, not making money off anything, mm-hmm. and not even looking for. I wasn't looking for anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just, I just liked when we all rocked together. I thought it was unstoppable. So the I vibe, wanted to keep it that the way. The
0: vibe, the energy, what yeah. you guys, what,
1: what you guys brought to
0: the table. That's what you liked the most. Yeah. Because I
1: had my style, mm-hmm. but I, I, I'm not an MC. Yeah. So. Their style was great because they had the party rocking aspect to it, which I loved. Yeah. And it was different than me. And we played music differently. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it all worked together great. I was like, cool. Everything went along. Then we did G Ross Park. And that's when things really started to shift. Okay. So what had happened was there was a point where KLC had come to me and he's like, um we want to put uh, we want to add somebody else yeah and i was like put chief in yeah. take chief mm-hmm. cuz he was doing okay on mm-hmm. his own and i can i can't really do much for him
0: yeah
1: and i was like put chief mm-hmm. they connected and it worked chief came to me and asked me i was like do it
0: yeah this is a good home for you right now
1: i can only do so much yeah you know what i mean do you really want to you know i'm not giving up my money yeah I'll get you some money, but you'll do better at this. Yeah. I never expected them to be the monsters they became. Yeah. But that just goes to show the hustle. But what had happened was, so all that happened. Then what would happen is over time, like, we were, we would do parties, and essentially it would be me playing music yeah. and Kid Cut on the mic. Got you. But all he would be saying is, baby blue, baby blue, baby blue, baby blue, baby Got blue, you. again. Yeah. It never really dawned on me, yeah, and I didn't really care. Mm-hmm. But then we did this G Ross Park thing, and it was the same thing, mm-hmm. and that was my turning point. That's where I was like, "This is not happening anymore." You know what I mean? This, yeah. this is not working for me anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and that's kind of when we butt heads, and that's kind of where we this kind of went our separate ways. Got you, yeah. I never did anything like maliciously towards them. I never. Told people not to book them. Nothing. It just wasn't for me anymore. Yeah. I never told people to book them. Yeah. But it wasn't for me. You know what I mean? And it was the same. It was. It was. I mean, look. Throughout my career, I've seen endless people rise and fall. A gazillion. I've always just kind of held the (laughs) wheel, kind of drove straight, and cars would hit me on the side. I'd be like, ah, you know, and keep going. There's always. But look, Elite Squad. All these Uh guys, ill kids. Uh All these guys came and made huge waves and did great, great things. Mm Then they just went away, mm-hmm. and what's the common theme? Crews. Yeah, crew, Got crew, it. and you looked crew, at that crew. Yeah, crew. I've never, I never wanted to be because, like I said before, I just don't play well with others like that. Like <laughs> it had nothing to do with yeah. money. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't feel I can answer to anybody. Yeah, and I didn't feel like I need. The only thing I, I wish I had. I wish I had a kid cut.
0: Yeah, a MC to really because he's so great. Like yeah. he's
1: great at what he does. Amazing, and he's he's been able to like shift with the time and he's grown into a, a, a smart businessman mm-hmm. he always was a smart businessman but he's just grown into like he's, he's a he's grown into a proper mm-hmm. all around music business person yeah. now you know what mm-hmm. I mean um, so that's the only thing I never had that I wish I had mm-hmm. you know what I mean I think me with a power MC back in the days even now yeah, would be a fucking be a monster a monster wave to deal with mm-hmm um so any MCs out there yeah hit me up hey
0: they you better listen yeah. scratch is putting it out there you're a hot MC. Hit but so up.
1: with that and again with that whole baby blue thing so that happened basically mm-hmm. and then um yeah like i said we just kind of went our ways and they did their thing mm-hmm. you know what i mean they were big on the mi- then they started the mixtapes and all yeah. that stuff it wasn't my scene yeah. i didn't really care yeah and i still don't <laughs> i deep. really don't yeah You know what I mean? People, when you say people would pit us against each other, yeah, they would. Yeah, I didn't, and they didn't. Got you. It's just the but it's all because it was easy to do because we were the two, Mm -hmm. we were the two major players, we were the Jay Z and Biggie, the pillars. So what's the easiest thing to do is make it seem like we're bang. Yeah, when realistically. They didn't hurt my business and yeah. I didn't hurt their business. Mm-hmm. There was enough business for both of us. Yeah. They found different business. Yeah. They got a record deal. They got all yeah. this other stuff. They just couldn't contain it themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For that's internal. That's yeah. their problem, not mine. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not a rock star. Yeah. I've never come off like a rock star. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't bring myself up like a rock star. They did. Yeah, I don't. I, that's not my feel. I don't like that.
0: Their their way in was more like the boy band. The DJ boy band is what really opened up the door for them.
1: And it also burnt them down.
0: Yeah, the same thing that that helped is the same thing that hindered.
1: Absolutely, because. Like, it's cool. You could all walk in the club with your matching leather jackets and sunglasses, but when you start punking people off, and when you start treating people like shit, Mm -hmm. and when you start doing this and doing... It's going to come back to get you. It's a small, small city. Mm -hmm. You can go other places, but you always got to come back home. You know what I mean? So eventually, that shit's going to bite you in the ass. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it did. Again, that's... They had internal problems, as many people do or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's cool. Um... So that was, that was just another, to me, that was just another phase. But from that okay. moment, I said, I'm not ever again, you know, mentoring somebody like that or taking someone under my wing. Okay. And I just didn't like it. It, it, you, it didn't make you feel good? Not at all, because there was even certain times where I'd see Chief when he was with them. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not him. He's got to play the role. And yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. not for me, dude. Mm-hmm. Not if this me.
0: is what it's going to cost as a friendship, because I want to be a friend first, mm-hmm. and there will be DJs after the. Family. But
1: that's the thing is like yeah. I never, any opportunity I've ever given some is because I genuinely believe in them, mm-hmm. and I think they deserve the opportunity, mm-hmm. because that was done to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Makes and sense. like I say, I've never made money off a DJ. Yeah, that wasn't your thing. It doesn't. Yeah. I could have. Mm-hmm. I could have easily done well, that of course. stuff. You're becoming like the booking agent. I'll yeah, I mean, we tried that. ten Skimpy and I tried that once. Skimpy boy and I tried that once when we created this little, you know, DJ family. Yeah, <laughs> the laugh um rhythmic path. Yeah, you know, it was Jake's. It was like a whole bunch of DJs and stuff. But again, it turned into a babysitting club. Yeah. So it turned into well, why are you guys on the gig and yeah. how come oh, you man. guys are on the big parties yeah. and why am I not? Okay, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. So,
0: <laughs> so I'm you done. know yeah. you, you're, you're individual. Leave me as an individual. Let me do what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. For. I mean, it was something we thought would have been. we what The reason we originally wanted to do that is because we had a good control of the scene already. Yeah, And we just wanted to, to the same way, like I said, with Turbo and always booking Turbo and yeah. always booking Baby Blue. We kind of wanted to do that, but with a pool of guys. So yeah. everybody can work.
0: So we could lock it with these five, six, seven guys yeah, right here. Yeah, but we what would happen
1: everything. was you're doing a party. Mm-hmm. You're doing a party. They're doing a party. Who do they want? They want the top guys. Yeah. These guys aren't the top guys. Mm-hmm. So it was a hard pill for them to swallow. And yeah. for me, I'm like, I'm not going to say no to gigs <laughs> when they want me because I worked very hard to you get see, here. You see, it's
0: like it always comes back to people almost want you to say no for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I mean, it always we, seems like you're put in that... Funny position, being top tier, a lot of people don't realize being top tier, there's a lot of responsibility and a lot of answering to people, even though you don't owe anybody anything, but that's how they're going to try to make you feel.
1: And I worked my ass off to mm-hmm. get to that top tier. Yeah, You know what I mean? So the only person that's going to take me down is me. Yeah. No DJ is going to take me down. No sound crew is going to take me down. Yeah. Nobody's going to take me down because I will always find my lane. Makes you sense. know what I mean? Always, we were. You know what I mean? I've I've done it for years. Like I like I say, I don't really remember the first party I threw myself, mm-hmm. but I know it was early on, just because. And the reason I've always done those things is because I wanted, I wanted to be able to play my music my way, Your do way. my thing my way, and create parties that would you know fit it. We were the first ones to do, you know, three thirty three King. Yeah. It was an empty building, concrete building, and we brought Kit Capri and all like. You know what I mean? Like there's I could there's crazy, crazy stories. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like literally (laughs) walking out with a backpack with like almost a hundred thousand dollars after caravana and just like we're sitting on the floor, like with a crew of us and just throwing money on the floor and be like, here's your share, here's your share, here's your share, here's your share. And then five years later it's like, What'd you do with your money? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. It's top you see. The life that you
0: could live out of music and as a DJ, it's it's amazing it's what amazing. can be done once you take your business to that type of a level. Mm-hmm. Because you have skills. That's one thing. But if you didn't have the business sense behind your skills, you probably wouldn't be around today.
1: I do, Yeah, I'm very true. Because I created parties that, I mean, have been on for 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. But like I say, I had good business sense, but yeah. not great business sense. Got
0: you. Well, the good is what kept you going until you became great.
1: Yeah, I mean the good, the good, yeah, the good definitely kept me alive. I mean, I took my licks. Yeah, I trust me, I took my licks.
0: And a lot of people don't see that part. Been
1: ripped off endless amounts of like hundreds of like thousands of dollars, like just because we didn't know the difference. You know, we do these Caravana parties, and bound security guards are like stuffing fucking (laughs) you know shit in their pockets, money, and they're leaving money, and we're like, I don't know. Yeah i was busy doing that and you were busy we had we had never done this stuff before you know i mean we did armory and you know it was our party and by 9 30 there was like two thousand people outside and i was doing security the whole night i didn't even dj because i had to just like i was like somebody got to do something
0: yeah and you had to take care of it
1: it was just like it was crazy crazy times you know what i mean it's just like but again had i not gone through those things Like I always, people always ask me, like, "Oh, if you didn't, if I like, if I started DJing now, I yeah. wouldn't. A, I wouldn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, I would give up because it's so hard now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not. I don't have that kid cut mentality. and I don't have that DJ Khaled mentality. Yeah, I'm not a hustler yeah. like
0: that. That's you hustle with your hands on a turntable or a laptop, but not you hustle not in below the, the radar. Yeah.
1: That's the way I like to think of it. Just because, like, all the parties I do, like, nobody... Most people don't know I started Redemption.
0: Most people don't know, you know, I'm... You're jumping out the window because that's where we're going to get. Because I know when it comes to two staple monsters that you had a great hand in was
1: Redemption and Amnesia. Of course, yeah. You know what I mean? Let's talk about those there. Well, Redemption started basically the same way I was just talking about. it. It was like I was getting tired of just... The club reggae was the same reggae all the time. Yeah. Just like the the house music in the club yeah. was the same five songs. Yeah, You know what I mean? I was just getting tired of it. And, and you know, it, part of it was my fault. Okay. Because I fell into the system. Yeah. And a lot of guys were following what I was playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if I'm playing these five house songs, then I'd go, I'd go to another club and... They're playing the same five house songs. These and then are, it caught on. Yeah. And then everybody's playing, you know, Atmosphere, Follow Me, da-da-da. Yeah. It's the same five songs everywhere it went. <laughs> and I was like, again, that was probably my fault because I didn't expand it. Yeah, And looking back on it, you know, I wish I had stuck to my guns on a few things. Yeah. But I was just so tired of it. And I was like, you know what? I want a reggae party where I can play the shit I really want to play. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Not
0: just the club surface stuff. Yeah. But I want to go in- I don't even I want, want
1: to the club deep. stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's so much wicked yeah. reggae out there, and I was like, it doesn't get played mm-hmm. on my side. I'm yeah. sure you guys, of course you guys yeah. were all playing it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, for me and for my crowd, there's nowhere to go because I'm not going to banquet halls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and i know a lot of my people are not for sure you know what i mean but they love the music they love the music mm-hmm. that's why the fusion with turbo was so great for them and me yeah because you know it brought them into into the r&b scene mm-hmm. and gave them a whole new following mm-hmm. and you know it it just it they would bring out their people too who would behave differently in our party makes sense you know, yeah. the thuggies weren't the thuggies in our party. You're in an R&B scene, so you've to the girls. act this way. They were yeah. dancing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, things were different on yeah. our side. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny saying our side, but that's really the way it was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So everything was different back then. And it was just, I wanted a party that I can do that with. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so I called Presto. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I really want to do this. Yeah. I was okay. like, I have a name. Yeah. I just wanted this party to be, it was... The older reggae stuff. Yeah. I was like, "There's so much. Remember when we used to do this? Remember when yeah. we used to do that? <laughs> I want to play them Shabbas. Yeah. And, and you know what I mean? And and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it." Yeah. He's like, "But who else are we going to bring in?" And I was yeah. thinking. I was like, "Okay, let me call Bandit." Yeah. And Bandit was, you know, just getting his feet wet with the DJing stuff, but he was a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. It's like let's call Bandit. Mm-hmm. We did it. Small place. It was just fun. It was like a house party. Yeah. I was like, I like this. And we just kept doing it, doing it, and it grew into this mega monster, and it just changed for me because the way I am with things is yeah. I'm I'm like this with everything. Yeah. If I get a new phone, I use it for twenty percent of its capacity. Okay. If I get a computer, even Serato, I use it for twenty. I'm very raw and basic with everything I do. You know these five buttons do this, even though there's twenty. Yeah. I know these five yeah. do this. I just need to use. And these the thing five. with me is, <laughs> I'm like a kid with keys. Like yeah. I'll start Redemption, and then I want to start this. So. Yeah. It's like, yeah, 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 don't worry, I'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> you know, thankfully I had Bandit Impresso who yeah. who recognized what it was and and you know wanted it to be this bigger but I wasn't even thinking that. we're gonna do, you know, government and rebel and two thousand, twenty five hundred, three thousand people. Because yeah. nobody was doing
0: that. Yeah. No. Monthly? For <laughs> are you crazy for a party? No. <laughs> concert?
1: Yeah. yeah. Party? No way. Nobody. No way. And you know, it just became I just lost a taste for it. Okay. You know what I mean? I was butting heads with Bandit mm-hmm. on just direction and things. And he's like, no, we got to play some new music. And I was like, no, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> That's not why we started yeah. it. And, but he, he, he did so, he did such amazing things with it to mm-hmm. be, he, he made it the monster it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? I created the party. Okay. And we had it that way for a long time, but he made it the monster it is. Yeah. Him and when Presto. It, when it comes to business. Yeah. Him and Presto Bandit? made it the monster it is. Right. Yeah. Um, And I just lost taste for it. So I basically just gave my keys to them yeah. and said, take well, redemption. Okay. And I walked away. Yeah. Okay. I don't make any money from redemption yeah. anymore. Like, and people still think I'm part of it. Right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just because I was there for so yeah. long. But he just, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, that just goes to show you how I am. It was yeah. just like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, I want my percentage. Yeah. In. Nah, I'm not. I'm if not. I'm not part of it, I'm not. in. Do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And applause to them. They, they're still holding it. Yeah. I created another one. <laughs> yeah. Yoshi was <we> <laughs> But, and Amnesia was the same thing. Like, Ian Ian and I were talking, and we were like, we know it's fun, but it's not fun anymore. Yeah. We wanted a fun party where we could play kind of all the back catalog music, and I was like, let's do the same thing small yeah. party. Originally, it was with Spencer, okay. and then Jason came after. Yeah. And then it was just us three. And, and, and Amnesia has always been one of my favorite parties just because it's. Yeah. I can play anything from Chubby Checker to fucking, you know, Dr. Dre. It's it's just incredible. Mm -hmm. And the same thing. I mean, you can only run with things so long. It was just internal problems again. And now it's really only just me and Ian. Yeah. And um, it's just, even that, I mean, it's it's at a different place now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not the monster it used to be. Yeah. Um, But it's still a great party. Mm -hmm. So we just do it like once or twice a year now. We'll probably do a little more frequently coming up, but um, it just ran its course. Yeah, you know what I mean. There were so many, it is what it is. and that's the thing: is like when you're when you're successful and you're doing something successful, mm-hmm. then the copycats come out. So, you know, not to say there weren't old school parties before Amnesia. Yeah. There was, mm-hmm. but there weren't any old school parties like Amnesia brought it to that level. We changed it. Mm-hmm. We changed the game. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Redemption. Yeah, there were uh, billions of reggae parties. Yeah. and nobody could understand. Yeah. How I could make a reggae party like that? Yeah. Like it couldn't. It was more haters. You know what I mean? It's like,
0: <laughs> well, how is if, this guy
1: gonna make a you know well, reggae if you party? Understand
0: into- it from jump, you would understand that people that were going to redemption loved reggae, but they wouldn't go outside of that downtown court to go listen to reggae. Absolutely. And that was that was the selling point. You know what Absolutely. I mean? You're not trying to, I'm not trying to invade your space and take away all the reggae crowd. These people here weren't coming to you regardless. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So then, okay, let's just do our
1: thing and go home. But I get it. Again, mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can understand frustration. Yeah. Like, if you're a, if you're a reggae guy and, and that's you, and then you're looking out and it's like this R&B guy is coming in and... Yeah. Or they always used to call me the hip hop guy, like yeah. it's coming in and doing this reggae party and it's blowing up. I'd yeah. be like, what, a- <laughs> what the fuck is going on? And
0: here? on top of that, you're not really inviting none of us in. But again, the us didn't really understand that it's not, even though we're playing reggae, you know, they're not receptive to it being played in that style.
1: Yeah. And then mm-hmm. that, just like you said, that was the appeal of Redemption, mm-hmm. was that it was friendly. Yeah. In a sense, yeah, in a, yeah, in, a in a fun sense of the yeah. word, it was friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, people didn't have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you know, knock on wood, we didn't have violence, yeah. so we didn't have anything mm-hmm. for that matter. Funny enough, the only gunshot ever was at Amnesia Yeah. at the Michael okay. Jackson vs <laughs> Prince. <laughs> exactly. Like what's even, it was some that random even make guy. Sense. It was some random guy, Yeah. and then it was that limelight on Adelaide, mm-hmm. and I don't know what happened. I was playing. Heard this shot, everybody running, and me. Yeah, and I'd been in dances with shots before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've had people literally shot right beside me. Wow. Um, I chased the guy on the street <laughs> because Boy. I was like, "This is fucking amnesia. you fucking?" <laughs> and my boys had to like grab me, and I was like, <laughs> you know, I was he like, "I take my shit gun. serious." He has yeah, as a I, gun, I'm Scorpio. Right. I, don't like I don't think like that. I'm that idiot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just, it's just like. All these things, like, my mantra is always fun, fun, fun. Everything, if you see me post stuff, it's fun, 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 fun. Like, we spoke about get on up. Like, all these things I'm doing is just fun. Music is fun. 100%. We always used to have fun at Mm -hmm. parties. Always. And then it kind of got lost. You know what I mean? Bottle service obviously changed the game. 100%. But I never got into that game. Yeah. I don't do parties for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's not my money. Yeah. I don't make money off bottle service, so, so why do I care, care about, about bottle service? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> you know here what I mean?
0: To curate an event yeah. and let you have a great time. Yeah.
1: And there's so many I mean, the thing that get I think the thing that people forget, there's enough people for everybody. Yeah. There's enough you want to do a polka party, yeah. you <laughs> can find people to come out and dance the polka. And we've <laughs> proven this. Yeah. But we've proven this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who would have thought X amount of party? I started a house music party called Sweet Tears. Same premise. Mm -hmm. People were doing house parties all over the place. But they weren't doing it like this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because we just played different stuff and we brought in a different crowd.
0: I guess it's a formula that you you just put on every event. You just have a certain formula that you know works. So we're just going to put it towards every event and see what happens.
1: I do events that I would like to go to.
0: Yeah. That's the way I approach it. Makes sense. And
1: I feel like if you've been rocking with me for 25 years, you trust me, Yeah. then I have that same trust for you. So Mm. I'm not going to put on a shitty event. And everything I do is, I mean, I've always been big on branding and stuff like that, but everything I do, I try to give back sometimes too much. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? But I always try to give back just more than music. Makes because sense. I just, I'm I'm that guy that, that feels like, you know, you could have been anywhere tonight, but you came here to play and support your, me. I,
0: and that is real. You didn't just say that with words. Or oh, you could have been anywhere, but you chose to be yeah. No, I really mean this. I,
1: I believe yeah. it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I expect that in return. Mm-hmm. If I go somewhere and, you know, there's nothing worse than going to a concert and, and it's shit.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It sucks. Yeah. Because you paid your money. It sucks. Or going to a movie and mm-hmm. it sucks. Like, it 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 cheeses you you're cheese you paid to be entertained
0: yeah you know and i mean and that's the main premise is i want to be entertained yeah you know what i mean you know
1: exactly and and again money has never been my driving force for these parties because it's very hard to make money doing these kind of parties yeah. it takes a long time it took us a long time to make money at amnesia and redemption a
0: lot of people don't years. understand that's what they don't understand it's like it's a it's a
1: process the first year nobody cares first year you know what i mean <laughs> i say years like yeah. i lost I would lose money every time because I could make more money going and getting hired. So I like I would lose money, but I just I love doing it so much, and I could I know I can make my money other ways. So I'm good. I love this.
0: Yeah, it's almost like a selfish. This is a selfish event. I love it. So we're gonna.
1: I love it, but I also understand the growing pains. Yeah, because I came from that. Mm. I grew up in growing pains as a DJ. I'm willing to take the chance of passing on gigs, and I'm willing to do these other things and build it mm. and spend money. Like if you came to the early redemptions, I mean, we were giving out shit like crazy. Okay. Own pocket yeah. and not making a dime. Yeah. Your guest list full. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, but it's Just it's to get bra- people there. But it's
0: brand because you have to remember. But the effect. problem
1: is like we were talking, like I made the joke before about promoters who have no money and relying yeah. on every, every dollar since. that comes in. Those guys don't give back at all because they're just doing it for one purpose to mm-hmm. pay their bills. Mm-hmm. So it's a different mentality. I'm not doing it to pay. I don't care about that stuff. I mean, obviously, I need to live. I got a family. I got to pay my bills. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's not my driving force. Mm -hmm. I didn't create Get On Up with that premise in mind. Mm -hmm. I didn't, you know, all these other parties I'm doing, it's not... These are the money is not the driving force.
0: They will come eventually because clearly it's sometimes, business, you know sometimes, know I mean? yeah. But that's not the whole. Hey, you know, you know how I can make an extra five hundred thousand dollars this year?
1: Exactly. You know
0: what I mean? Let's keep a party at Nest.
1: But guys do, yeah. yeah, right. And that's the. I think that's the. That's those guys are the ones that hurt the scene. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because nine times out of ten, it's not a great product. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And. You could just feel it. Like, you feel it when you walk into the room. You're like.
0: Because yeah. the end consumer wasn't thought about first. It was the pocket first and then how I need this money in my pocket. How can I get this? Okay, this is what I could do. That's all I need to do. I'll do the minimum, get everybody in, get it, and keep it moving.
1: Yeah. And turn my back and yeah. thank you for the money and peace out. That's right. It. But eventually, that comes back to bite you. Yeah. Right? So it's like everything I do is is me looking at me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm like, what would what I? What would like? I like? Exactly. Yeah. What would I like? So I would like to go to a place and and uh, like still to this day. Every time we do, get on up, yeah. champagne, chocolates. We give out we give out compacts, mm-hmm. branded compacts at the last thing okay. to all the ladies and yeah. stuff. Like
0: that's pretty we put smart. up video walls. You yeah. know, like
1: people get yeah that we love what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You don't walk in there and be, feel like it's a money grab. Yeah. Never because and I'll was- always make a point of that.
0: This podcast is brought to you by www.toolinedmusichunt.com.